and says, hey, Jesus, if that's you and you could walk on water, then tell me to come. Because I want to walk on water too. Jesus says, all right, man, you come. So Peter steps out of the boat and starts walking on water. And after a while, Peter takes his eyes off Jesus and starts to notice the wind and the waves. And then he starts to sink. And so he says, help, I'm sinking. And Jesus comes over and holds his hand and rescues him. Now, here's a question, and it's not a trick question. Why did Peter begin to sink? Give me a few answers. Lack of faith, lack of faith, lack of faith, lack of faith. Those of you who know your Bible know that that is true because that's what Jesus says. Jesus rescues him and says, why did you lack faith? So what exactly is lacking faith then? Could it be that a lack of faith is you focusing on anything other than Jesus? That's all it is. Because if all you can do is focus on the one who was crucified, the one that loved you, the one that gave himself up for you, the one who was rich in mercy and kindness, the one that raised you up and seated you with Christ in heavenly places, if your eyes are constantly on him, then you're living a life of faith. But if your eyes are constantly on everything else and why there are waves and storms in this world, then you're not living a life of faith. And you can understand where a person gaze has been when you start talking to them because if you start talking to them and all they can talk about is all the storms in this world and everything that is going wrong in this world you know that's where they've been looking that's where their focus has been that's where their meditation has been their heart is full of everything in this world that is wrong Jesus speaks to Peter and says Peter my question to you is this why did you lack faith yes Jesus but there are wind and there's a storm and there's this and there's that hey, none of that's your question why were you focusing on that why was that your main focus why was not your focus my face my eyes I called you I called you this was my idea I called you I wonder whether you are here today and your focus has shifted because whenever your focus shifts from that place we begin to sink and then when we sink, we've got to find something to blame. So then we say, it's the weather, it's the storm, it's the wind, it's Brexit, it's the NHS, it's the politicians, it's what Theresa May's done, is not done, is what Brexit, it's the European Union, it's this, it's that, it's everything. All of that is true. But I'm asking you the question, what's your focus? What's your focus? What is your heart most full of? Should we not engage in politics? Of course we should. We should have a voice. And if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, you should not be uh, uh, just apathetic about it. You should engage with that. But that's not my question. My question is, what is your heart full of? What is your heart full of? What's your vision? Is it full of the face of Jesus? Or is it full of all the storms in this world that's causing you to sink? We are his masterpiece created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we should walk in them. Are you walking in them today? Or are you not walking in them today? If you are walking in the predestined good works God has for you, 
That's wonderful. If you're not, perhaps it's because your focus has been, what am I meant to do? What am I meant to do? What's my goal? What am I supposed to do? I'm sure you've got to work for me. God, just show me. No, 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 no. It's not going to come that way. You've got to continue how you started. You've got to continue how you started. How did you start? You started by believing a free gift. You started by receiving a free gift. You started by confessing that this was a free gift. And you said, God, here I am. Take my life. I believe, I receive, I confess that you died and rose again. And you and I need to believe and confess that we are not objects of wrath. We are not following in sinful nature. We are not our behavior. We are not the mistakes we made. Your mistakes are not your identity. What people did to you is not your identity. How people rejected you is not your identity. My identity in Christ, this is us. I was dead. I'm no longer dead. I am accepted in the beloved. He completely embraces me. Everything about my past, present, and future, he already knows. And he made me alive in Christ. I am not seated in an unfortunate place. I'm not seated on a seat of rejection. I'm not seated on a seat of despair and loneliness. I'm not seated at a seat of disadvantage where people at work don't really like me and appreciate me. I am seated with Christ in heavenly places. Is that your vision? Or is your vision all about the storms in the world? Because if your vision becomes about all the storms in the world and how people treat you, you'll slowly forget where you're really seated and you think, yeah, I'm seated on a seat of loneliness. I'm seated on a seat of rejection. People don't really like me. I'm seated in a place where people at work are really unfair to me. Now listen, all of that might be fact, but you want it to change? If you want it to change, the only reality that will change all of that is the confession of your faith. And if you will start to confess, no matter how people treat me, no matter how hot the fire gets, no matter how things turn in life, I am going to believe and confess and I'm going to stay in this lane. What's that lane? Well, I started off by believing his generosity. I started off by receiving his generosity and I started off by confessing his generosity. So I'm not going to change. I'm not going to try, try and change my life by trying to apply my effort and hoping it works. While I do all of the responsibilities I have as a mom and as a dad, as a colleague, as a worker, as a boss, as an employee, as a neighbor, while I do all of that, my heart will be full of the vision that while I'm doing all of this, I'm not seated here. I'm seated in heavenly places. God has made me alive and made rich mercy available to me incomparable measures of grace given to me not because of my prayer life but because of his kindness and if your heart and if your mind and if your whole world begins to expand by this generosity you will begin to see things happen in your life. All of a sudden, I believe that sickness will drop off of you. All of a sudden, I believe that things in your work life will begin to change. All of a sudden, people who are unkind to you will start being kind to you. I believe God will give you supernatural ability to make wealth and have promotions. And I'm not saying this because this is a good pep talk. I believe it. I confess it. I just want to tell you this is how I live. I live with the confession of the reality of my identity more than the reality of the storms around me how are you living today how are you living today because this is us because this is us this is us this is us if you come here Sunday after Sunday you're not gonna hear from up front how everything is a mess but you're gonna hear about how Jesus is kind 
over and over and over again. And even if the storm gets heavier, and even if the storm gets worse, or like a story in the Bible, even if the fire gets seven times hotter, from here, you're not going to hear confessions of how people who run this country are making a mess. Whether that is fact or not is not our concern. But what we will do here when we gather together is we will confess that God is kind. God is merciful. God made me alive with Christ. God has seated me with Him in heavenly places. And I'm seated there so that in the ages to come, what are the ages to come? Well, that's Monday, that's tomorrow, and day after tomorrow. Well, this week, God wants to give me an opportunity to experience the incomparable riches of His grace expressed in kindness towards me in Christ Jesus. Well, I am not lost. I am not purposeless. I am not finding my way. He has already determined the good works I need to do and it has been prepared and I am not being created. God has already created with me, created me in Christ Jesus and seated me in heavenly places. So he is not working on me. All he is doing is working on your mind to catch up that he loves you that much, that he actually enjoys your company, that he not only loves you, he actually likes you. Christianity is about you becoming what you you already are. It's about you manifesting what you already are. It's about you experiencing what you already are. You are not being created in Christ Jesus. You have been created in Christ Jesus. That's you. Is that what your vision is? Is that how you see yourself when you look in the mirror? Or do you look in the mirror and go, oh, Thank you, Jesus. You're still working on me. It's been a good few years, but thank you, Lord. You never give up on me. Woo! If I was you, I'd have given up on me, Lord. Sounds, sounds humble. It's really stupid. You are his workmanship, masterpiece, finished, created, past tense in Christ Jesus. Wouldn't it be amazing that if all of your life manifested the good works that God prepared in advance for you to do? Wouldn't it be amazing if every single person here lived in the good works that God has prepared in advance for you to do? See, one day this world will end and we will all stand before Jesus. And when that happens, we will not be singing the praises of how people lived nor will we be singing about all of the worries in this world. The Bible says on that day, all of our eyes will be fixed on the one that was crucified, the lion and the lamb. And everybody will just have one song, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive glory, honor, wisdom, majesty, and dominion now and forever. Now, if that's the song then, why don't you just start practicing? It's not about you. It's not about the storm. It's not about your sin. It's not about your failure. We are a church that keeps preaching the undiluted good news that God is kind. And you won't get anything else from here. This is us. This is us. This is us. 
Well, it really doesn't seem to be working for me. Well, have you been in lane? Are you in lane? Because the only reason it works is if your vision is full of the face of Jesus and not your vision full of the storms around, because that's when you go off lane. And then you say, Christianity doesn't work, the Bible is boring, the prayer time is hard, really don't like church, there isn't any love there, I don't know what's happened to me. You've got to find something to blame. What's your vision full of? What's your vision full of? How do you want to live the rest of your life? I believe, I sincerely believe, that when Jesus died and rose again, he paid for your sins. I sincerely believe that when Jesus died and rose again and he said, it is finished, it really was finished. I sincerely believe that he desires for us as his children to manifest the incomparable grace to us in kindness in Christ Jesus. I sincerely believe that I will do the good works that he prepared for me to do. I sincerely believe that I will manifest good health. I sincerely believe that I will manifest wealth and the prosperity of God. I sincerely believe that I will have joy in my heart. I sincerely believe that everything Jesus paid for, I want. And I'm done receiving and taking notes because I've taken a lot of them. I want to activate everything that's mine. I want to see a manifestation of everything that is mine. I don't want to start by confessing and then not confess and wonder why it's not working. And even though I can spend my day describing how bad the storm is, because I really don't have to, the BBC do it for me. I just have to repeat what I hear on the news. All of that is fact and it's a difficult situation. It's got to be something different about us. Our vision should be so full of who Jesus is and what he has done. That's why it says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So when I listen to your voice and your words, what do I hear? Because whatever your words are is a description of what your heart is full of. The three blokes, once upon a time, in the Bible... They were being thrown into the fire because they were not following God. And uh, these three guys speak to the person in charge of throwing them into the fire and said, Listen, our God's able to save us from this fire, but you know what? Even if he doesn't, the only confession from our mouth that you will ever hear is that the God we worship is God. So maybe you're going through a fire today. Maybe life is really difficult for you. Maybe life is so bad that you're struggling to find sleep. Maybe you're lonely. Maybe you find yourself constantly in a seat of loneliness, rejection. Maybe you get surrounded by people and you're surrounded by lots and lots and lots of people, but you feel really alone. My desire for you is not to live like that another day. 
because it's not God's desire for you. It's not God's desire for you. So, are you up for confessing these things with me? Let's try it. Say, I'm no longer dead in my trespasses. Come on, you got to say like you mean it. Start again. Say, I'm no longer dead in my trespasses. I'm no longer dead in my sins. I no longer follow the course of this world. I no longer follow the prince of this world. That is the devil. The spirit of God works in me. I am not a son of disobedience. I am a son of God. My identity is not how I've performed, but how I've been loved. I don't live in the passions of my flesh. I don't carry out the desires of my body. I don't carry out the desires of my mind. I am not a child of wrath. I am not like everybody else. But I have received God's rich mercy. I have received God's great love. I am made alive together with Christ. I am saved by grace. I am raised up with Christ. I am seated with Christ in heavenly places. I continuously receive the incomparable riches of grace. Let's try that again. I continuously receive the incomparable riches of grace. I am on the receiving end of the kindness of Christ. I am on the receiving end of the kindness of Christ. My faith is not my work. It is a gift from God. I boast in the work of God and not my own work. I am God's masterpiece. I am God's masterpiece. I am created in Christ Jesus for good works. And I will walk in all the good works that God has prepared for me. Do you believe that? Come on, do you believe that? This is us. 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 There's one thing that I did that was wrong. And that is nowhere in these 10 verses, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 to 10, does it say I? It always says we. 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 Us. Not 
I am God's workmanship, we are God's workmanship. Not, I am no longer dead in my trespass, we are no longer dead in my trespasses. Not, God has prepared for me to do, God has prepared for us to do. And that is why the church is not a building, the church is the collection or the ecclesia, the Bible says in Greek, the collection or the coming together of the called out ones. And that is why gathering together like this is important. And that is why you can be anywhere else here than here on this morning and say, well, I was just at home having church on my own with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's cute, but it doesn't work because this is us. Because we've got to be together and say, we are God's workmanship. So, we activate this by confessing. So we're going to confess this again, but this time we're not going to do I, we're going to do we. Are we ready? Some of you may be feeling sleepy, so can we stand if you're able to? If you don't want to, you, can't, you don't have to. Saji, can you just give me a bit of um, music on the, on the guitar if you can? Give me the scale of A if you've got it, that'd be wonderful. So repeat after me. We are no longer dead in trespasses. We are no longer dead in sins. We are no longer following the course of this world. We are no longer following the devil. The Spirit of God works in us. We are not children of disobedience. We are children of God. We are not defined by our performance. Our identity is in how deeply we are loved. We don't live in the passions of our flesh. We don't carry out the desires of our body. We don't carry out the desires of our minds. We are not children of wrath. We are not like everybody else. We have received God's rich mercy. We have received God's great love. We are made alive together in Christ. We are saved by grace. We are raised up with Christ. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. We are continuously receiving the incomparable riches of grace. We are continuously on the receiving end of the kindness of Christ. Our faith is a gift from God. We boast in the work of God and not in our own work. We are God's masterpiece. Say that again. We are God's masterpiece. We are created in Christ Jesus for good works. And as a church, we will walk in all the good works that God has prepared for us. Do you believe it? This is us. 
so whom the sun sets free always free indeed i'm a child of god yes i am in my father's house there's a place for i'm a child whom the sun sets free so whom the sun sets oh is free indeed I'm a child of God yes I am in my father's house there's a place for me I'm a child Father, we believe today that we are not children of wrath, that we are children of mercy, and we are children of grace. Today, I pray in Jesus' name that every person that is struggling with sickness, we command the incomparable grace of God to manifest in their lives. We confess that in Jesus' name. We pray for every person who is struggling with a financial burden. We, com we command and we confess in Jesus' name that the incomparable riches of grace will be available to them in kindness. And we command to manifest prosperity and wealth in Jesus' name. We pray for every person that is struggling with mental depression or anxiety or sleepless nights. We thank you that we are not seated on a seat of rejection. We are not seated on a seat of loneliness. We are not seated on a seat that has caused us to be far from God. We are seated with Christ Jesus in heavenly places. And we command in Jesus' name that mental health and healing will manifest that depression and anxiety and loneliness and wounds of rejection will go today in Jesus' name, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Let there be freedom in the house because this is us. 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 Father, I command joy in hearts to manifest. I speak over this church. God has finished with you. You are his masterpiece. You are creative. You are beautiful. You have been wonderfully made. There is nothing wrong with you. You are not part of the old that has been faulty. You are part of the new. In Jesus, you have been accepted and you will not follow the desires of your flesh and the desires of your mind and the desires of this world and the desires of Satan. You will follow the desires of God because the Spirit of God is at work in you and if you believe it and if you will receive it and if you will confess it then the Spirit of God starts to work in you and starts to change the desires of your flesh starts to change the desires of your mind starts to make you free from all that the enemy has put on you 
I declare over this church that we are not lost and we are not purposeless and we are not visionless because you have made us your masterpiece and you have created us for good works that you have already prepared in advance for us to do. And I command in Jesus' name that every work that you have prepared for us, let it manifest, let it manifest, let it manifest, let it manifest in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray for our friends and relatives and family members and neighbors, people who do not know Jesus. Father, we pray today that the love of God will manifest in their lives too, that the grace of God, that this new covenant, this new agreement, this new life, if anybody is in Christ, he is a brand new creation. Everything that is old is gone and everything is brand new. Let that message and let this gospel echo through this town and echo through this family. If you are here today and you do not know Jesus, we want to give you an opportunity to find Jesus for the first time. Or if you knew Jesus once upon a time and then you walked away, and it could be because of the desire of your flesh, the desire of your mind, it could be the enemy. In fact, it doesn't really matter. Today there is an invitation open for you to experience the incomparable riches of God's grace. Jesus died for you, he shed his blood for you, and he rose again from the dead, and he has made you alive with him and seated you in heavenly places. So all you have to do is just receive freely this gift, believe in your heart, and confess with your mouth. If that is you and you'd like to give your life to Jesus, you've never done that, all over this place, if there's even one person, I want to give you an opportunity. Just put your hand up and put your hand down. I'd love to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus. Anyone? Say, God, I'd like to receive this free gift. Let's close in prayer. Father, we thank you for your grace. We thank you that this is us. We are not the product of our works. We are the product of your promise. We are not the product of our human effort. We are the product of your mercy and grace. Father, the thing that is different about us is that, Lord, even though we can work and have human effort like everybody else, we have something more. We have a God who has seated us in heavenly places seated us in heavenly places let's finish by singing this one more time whom the sun sets free oh is free indeed I'm a child of God yes I am My father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God, yes, I am. Father, that is who we are, and we pray that this reality of this new covenant will manifest this week 
that by the time we come back next Sunday, we will have stories and testimonies of financial breakthrough and healings and declarations of the incomparable grace of God that manifests in our life. We believe it and we receive it and we confess it and we pray that throughout this week, we will do the good works that you have predestined and prepared for us to do. You are not working on us. You're waiting for our mind to catch up that you are finished and it is done and we believe and receive that and we confess as a church that this is us this is us and we make this prayer in Jesus name amen give God a shout of praise in the house today thank you Lord this is us this is us God bless you